0: what's up ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another episode of time out with tony your host tony all right ladies and gentlemen so for the next two weeks it's we're sort of gonna stay in marvel territory for the uh the time being but uh <clears throat> um no bullshit i'm gonna get straight in today's episode so ladies and gentlemen today we're going to be reviewing guardians of the galaxy the first one yeah Personally, I gotta say, this, this, um, I had confused feelings about this when it first came out, and just the entire time I've had, you know, kind of confused feelings about this, because one, it sounds great, um, you know, a group of extraterrestrial aliens battling through space, fighting crime, that it sounds so cool, but at the same time, it sounds like one of those projects that just sounds good on paper, but the minute you reenact it, out in real life it's just pure garbage but thankfully they didn't do this uh with they didn't do that with this and and uh we should be happy all right anyway, uh before we get to today's episode i want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support it means a lot really so keep up the support and most of all just tell everybody around you keep those plays up tell everybody <clears throat> now so guardians of the galaxy um yeah no let's get straight into it sit back relax crack open a beer soda and or water and enjoy folks because this is guardians of the galaxy Okie okay, dokie. So let's get straight in today's episode. So for those of you that don't know, Guardians of the uh, sorry, I messed up already. Guardians of the Galaxy, or as it's retroactively referred to as. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 is a 2014 superhero film based on the Marvel Comics uh, superhero team of the same name. Produced by Marvel Studios and distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures, it's the 10th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Directed by James Gunn, who wrote the screenplay with Nicole Perlman, the film includes an, en- an ensemble cast of Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel Familia, and Bradley Cooper as the titular guardians along with Lee Pace, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillian, John C. Riley, Glenn Close, and Benicio Del Toro. In the film, our story sees Peter Quill and a group of extraterrestrial criminals go on the run after stealing a powerful artifact. Screenwriter Nicole Proman first began developing the film back in 2009. With a screenplay, producer Kevin Feige first publicly mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy as a potential film in 2010 and Marvel Studios announced it as an... As- uh, uh, that it was announced that it was an active development at the July 2012 San Diego Comic Con. James Gunn was hired to write and direct the film that same year in September. In February of 2013, Chris Pratt was hired to play Peter Quill, aka Star Lord, and the supporting cast members were subsequently confirmed. Principal photography first began in July of 2013 at uh, Shepperton studios in England while filming continued in London before wrapping up in October of that same year. In addition to an additional score by Tyler Bates, the film's soundtrack includes several popular songs from the 60s and 70s chosen by Gunn. Post-production was completed on July seventh, two 2014. Guardians of the Galaxy had its premiere at the Dobley Theater in Hollywood on July 21st, 2014, and was theatrically released in the US on August 1st as part of the second phase of the MCU. The film became a critical and commercial success, grossing $772.8 million worldwide, and became and it became the highest-grossing superhero film of 2014 as well as the third highest-grossing film of 2014. The film was praised for its screenplay, direction, acting, humor, soundtrack, visual effects, and action sequences. At the 87th academy awards the film received nominations for best visual effects best makeup and hairstyling and also won a hugo award for best dramatic presentation in 2015 a sequel was released in 2017 titled guardians of the galaxy volume 2 a third volume is in the making and is set for a 2023 release all right <clears throat> story time so and i took a quick swig of water all right so <clears throat> Our story opens up in the year 1988 after the death of his mother a young peter quill is abducted from earth by a group of alien thieves and smugglers called ravagers they are led by yondu Udonta. we flash forward 26 years later on the abandoned planet morag quill now an adult steals a mysterious orb but gets attacked by the forces of the fanatical kree renegade ronin the accuser led by korath peter Manages to escape with the orb, and Yandu discovers his theft and issues a bounty for his capture. While Ronan sends the assassin Gamora after the orb, when Quill attempts to sell the orb on the planet Xandar, which is the capital of the Nova Empire, Gamora him, ambushes him and steals it. A fight ensues, drawing in a pair of bounty hunters, the genetically and cybernetically modified raccoon Rocket and a tree-like humanoid Gru. I am Gru. Nova Corps officers capture the Ford, detaining them in the Kiln Prison. An inmate there, Drax the Destroyer, attempts to kill Gamora due to her association with the powerful intergalactic warlord, Thanos, and Ronan, who killed his family. Quill convinces Drax that Gamora can bring Ronan to him, though Gamora feel, I mean, reveals that she has betrayed Ronan, unwilling to let him use the orb's power. Learning that Gamora intends to sell the orb to the Collector, Tenlier Tivan, Quill, Rocket, Groot, and Drax work with her to escape the clan in Quill's ship, the Milano. Ronan meets with Gamora's adoptive father, Thanos, to discuss her betrayal. Quill's group flees to nowhere a remote lawless outpost in space which is built on the head on the giant uh, severed head of a celestial a drunken drag summons ronin while the rest of the group meets tivan tivan opens the orb and it reveals the power stone an item of immeasurable power that destroys all but the most powerful buildings who wield it Tevan's slave, Karina, grabs the stone, triggering an explosion that engulfs Tivan's archive. Ronan arrives and easily defeats Drex while the others flee by ship, pursued by Ronan's followers and Gamora's adoptive sister, Nebula. Nebula is able to destroy Gamora's ship, leaving her floating in space, and Ronan's fighters capture the orb. Quill contacts Yondu before following Gamora into space, giving her his helmet to survive. Yondu arrives and retrieves a pair. Rocket, Drax, and Groot threaten to attack Yondu's ship to rescue them, but Quill negotiates a truce, promising the orb to Yondu. Quill's group agrees that facing Ronan means certain death, but that they cannot let him use the Infinity Stone to destroy the galaxy. On Ronan's flagship, the Dark Aster, Ronan embeds the stone into his Warhammer, taking its full power for himself. He contacts Thanos, threatening to kill him after destroying uh after first destroying Xandar, sorry, hateful for, uh, for her adoptive father, Nebula allies herself with Ronin. The Ravagers and Quill's group join with Nova Corps to confront Dark Aster at Xandar. With Quill's group breaching, in, uh, breaching the Dark Aster with a Milano, Ronan uses his Empowered Warhammer to destroy the Nova Corps fleet. Drax kills Korath and Gamora defeats Nebula, who escapes, but the group finds himself outmatched by Ronan's power until Rocket crashes a Ravager ship through the Dark Aster. The, dark, the damaged Dark Aster crash lands on Xandar, with Groot sacrificing himself to shield the group. Ronan emerges from the check, I mean from the wreck and prepares to destroy Xandar, but Quill distracts him, allowing Drax and Rocket to destroy Ronan's Warhammer. Quill grabs a freed stone with and with Gamora, Drax and Rocket sharing its burden, uses it to vaporize Ronan. In the aftermath of these events, Quill tricks Yondu into, con- into a container supposedly containing the stone and gives the real stone to the normal core. As the Ravagers leave Xandar, Yondu remarks that it turned out well that they did not deliver Quill to his father uh, per their contact. Quill's group, now known as the Guardians of the Galaxy, has their criminal record to expunge, and Quill learns that he is only half human and that his father is part of an ancient unknown species. Cole finally opens the last present he received from his mother—a cassette tape filled with her favorite songs. The guardians leave in the rebuilt Milano, along with a potted sampling cut from Groot, which grows into a baby version of him. I am Gru. We get hit with a post credits scene where we see Tavon sit in his destroyed archive with two of his li- exhibiting—I mean, two of his living exhibits: a canine cosmonaut and an animatro- anim- anthropomorph- anthropomorphic duck. Jesus Christ. And that, my friends, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Alright, so, our rating. On a scale of 1 to 10, I've got to give Guardians of the Galaxy a... Hmm. Well, it's difficult to say, but I'm going to have to go with an 8 out of 10 um for several reasons and here's why first and foremost the guardians using the guardians of the galaxy as an mcu entry has got to be a great idea personally in my opinion um the fact that they're i i i like how they expanded you know they didn't just stay with your average you know marvel characters captain america iron man spider-man hulk like what you know all those characters you know that every every you know average um that every average average joe knows i'm really glad that they decided to use more one of the more uh, b-lister uh character groups in the mcu I'm not, I'm not saying that the, that the Guardians of the Galaxy are B-list or that they're, you know, just, you know, whack. But, like, I mean, let's just keep it real. Before this, I had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. I was like, what? Is that, like, an original? Or, like, what's the deal here, you know? But I'm glad they decided to, you know, expand, you know, get out of their comfort zone with the average, you know, MCU characters that they be using these days um yeah i'll just leave that there um another thing i really liked about this was the effects now as you can obviously see the effects in the in 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 this film are completely um just downright wow just downright wow yeah that that, if i had to express it in a few in just you know a word i'd say wow the fact that they were able to, you know, make all these extraterrestrial species and make them look authentic, make it look like it's so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Real. It was great. So, in terms of the concept and makeup and, and, and effects, this movie reigns supreme. Now, in terms of plot it's all right it's um I wouldn't say it's original but it's not lazy um yeah I wouldn't say it's a I wouldn't call it original but the story just it's an it's entertaining to say the least and um yeah it's 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 just not one of those one of those like hmm, what's the word I'm looking for it's somewhat original. There we go. It's somewhat original. I wouldn't call it, you know, boring, uninvented. No, it, the, the plot is interesting. There's no doubt. But, you know, going into space and all that kind of... I, that, I, I, I kind of experienced it one too many times. But overall, it, it's a good plot. It's entertaining. Um, yeah, we'll just leave that there. The acting, however... Uh, the acting, it, it wasn't bad either. Uh, Chris Pratt, guy knows how to act. Uh, s- um, and the humor. Uh, well, you know, humor in an MCU movie. Pop culture. You know how it is. It's always funny. Uh, hmm. I think that's pretty much it. I I don't really have much to say about this soundtrack. Um, mostly because... Uh well the, the the original soundtrack you know like the, the 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 background music and all that kind of stuff um there really isn't much to say on that and there was an original soundtrack with like songs from the eighties and seventies handpicked from James Gunn himself I don't really have much to say about that either mostly because like I just don't really know what to say on it I mean it's an original soundtrack from you know. Iconic songs from the 60s and 70s, but you know, it's it's it seems a bit original. I mean, unoriginal using songs that influenced pop culture like this. Um, frankly, at this point, it's it, it's it is a bit annoying, you know, seeing the same songs get put into the same movie, you know, Queen and um, the Beatles it's just very unoriginal it, it i will say that i'm not i'm not saying that the you know the music is you know hot hot dog water and you know fucking garbage and shit no i'm not saying that i'm just saying you know it's it's just very unoriginal it's very unoriginal at least 20 other franchises have done it before this yeah i'll just leave that there all right folks let's let's take a look behind uh, the development development first began when marvel studios president kevin Feige first mentioned guardians of the galaxy as a potential film at the 2010 san diego comic-con international stating quote there are some obscure titles too like guardians of the galaxy i think they've been revamped recently in a fun way in the comic book end quote Feige reiterated that sentiment in a 2011 issue of entertainment weekly saying quote there's an opportunity to do a big space epic, which Thor sort of hints at in the cosmic role of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Feej added, uh, should the film be made, it would feature an ensemble of characters similar to the X-Men and the Avengers. He also went on to announce that the film was in active development at the 2012 San Diego Diego Comic-Con International during the Marvel Studios panel, which with an intended release date of August 1, 2014, he said the film's titular team would consist of the characters Star-Lord, Drax the Destroyer, Gamora, Groot, and Rocket. Two pieces of concept art were also displayed, one of Rocket Raccoon and one of featuring the entire team. In August of 2012, James Gunn entered talks to direct the film, beating out other contenders including future MCU director Peyton Reed and the duo Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck. The Avengers director, Joss Whedon, who signed a deal to creatively consult on all of the films leading up to the Avengers sequel, was enthusiastic about the selection of Gunn to direct, saying, quote, James Gunn is what makes me think it'll work. He is off the wall and so crazy but so smart, such a craftsman, and he helps build from his heart. He loves a raccoon, needs a raccoon, and he has a very twisted take on it, but it all comes from a real love for the material of it. It's going to be hard for the human characters to keep up, end quote. i i I guess i mean i don't really like joss whedon it's been established well i don't know if we should take his word for it he probably won't anyways okay so pre-production in september 2012 after Gunn confirmed that he had signed on to direct the film and rewrite the script joel edgerton jack huston jack yeah that's how you pronounce it sorry wait okay i'm so sorry i messed up uh joel edgerton jack huston jim Sturgis, and eddie redmay signed deals to test for the role of peter quill as did lee pace which he confirmed a week later in early october other actors who were considered for the role included thor, thor the dark world's zachary levi joseph levitt gordon i mean gordon levitt <laughs> michael rosenbaum and john gallagher jr chris pratt was cast in the role in february 2014 as part of a multi-film deal that he signed with marvel Joseph Levitt Joseph Gordon Levitt. he's a, nah, nah, he wouldn't have made a good Chris, I mean, uh, um, Star-Lord. I say that because at this point, I'm just so used to hearing, I mean, seeing Chris Pratt as that guy, but I mean, whatever, all right, let's take a look at how it did, um, Let's take a look at how I did at the box office. I'm so sorry I got lost. I need water. Hold up. Hydration is key, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, so <clears throat> that sounded ugly, sorry. Alright, so Guardians of the Galaxy first premiered on July twenty-first, two thousand and fourteen, at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood. The film went on to be theatrically released in the U.S. I mean, in the U.K. on July thirty-first, and in the U.S. on August first in three D and IMAX three D. The film went on to be released in four thousand and eighty theaters in the U.S., making it the widest August release, breaking the five-day year I mean five-year record, which was held by G.I. Joe: The Rise of Cobra. <clears throat> the breakdown of venues was 354 imax screens 300 3200 3d screens and 350 large format screens and 240 D box screens in its 6 weekend guardians of the galaxy was playing in 69 nice territories at, uh which was its most the film as i said before went on to be part of the second phase of the of the mcu um It would go on to earn $333.7 million in North America and an estimated $439.6 million in other countries for a total worldwide of $773.3. The film also went on to become the third highest-grossing film in the MCU, right behind The Avengers and Iron Man 3. It was also the third third highest-grossing 2014 film, which was right behind uh, Transformers Age of Extinction, Extinction. Extinction (laughs) and The Hobbit: The Battle of the Five Armies and the highest-grossing superhero film of 2014. It had a worldwide opening weekend of 160.7 million, and Deadly Hollywood calculated the net profit for the film to be 204.2 when factoring together production budgets, P and A talent participations, and other costs with box office grosses. Um, Yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. (laughs) On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got an approval rating of 92% with an average rating of 7.2. I mean, 7.82 out of 10 based on 328 reviews. The site's uh, the, uh, consensus reads, quote, Guardians of the Galaxy is just an irrelevant, uh, irrelevant as fans of the frequently zany Marvel comic would expect, as well as funny, thrilling, full of heart, and packed with visual splendor, end quote in terms of sequels uh there was a sequel which dropped in 2017 and um there's a third one that's in that's in the process right now of being made it's set for a may 5th 2023 release there's also a holiday special that is said to be released in 2022 and in december of 2020 uh, they confirmed an i am Groot, a series of short animated films focused on baby group which is said to be released on Disney Plus. So that, that, that should be cool. Uh, we should look forward to that. I look forward to that. Alright ladies and gentlemen. As far as the Guardians of the Galaxy goes. Um, that's pretty much it folks. Uh, before we close out today's episode. I want to take a quick minute. And once again thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot really. So spread the support. Tell everybody and most of all keep those plays up. Uh, we're still at 1,600 plays. Is it possible to get it to 1,700 before the end of the season? I... Only one way to find out, folks. Um, thank you guys all so much for watching. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll catch you here next week, next Tuesday. Um, yeah, so thank you. Goodbye. Take care. First of all, stay hydrated. Y- y- yeah.